Hello, and welcome to Marriage Unchained, the art of one flesh, where saving marriages, saving families, and saving souls is the flavor of the day. Now, let's join our host and author of Marriage Unchained, Catholic Alpha Radical, Jerry Jacobs Jr. Welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live, where I help you fix your Catholic marriage. I've coached and helped hundreds of men in their marriages, and now I want to help you. Call 313-RADICAL now. That's area code 313-RADICAL. And ask me anything on tough marital issues, such as what to do when she's asked for divorce. What to do when you have a mutual agreement of separation, but you didn't want it. What to do when your wife is cold and distant. What to do when your wife is having an affair. What to do when your marriage is bad, boring, lukewarm, and passionless. What to do when you engage in a mental embrace less than once a month. What to do when you sleep in separate bedrooms. What to do when she has left the home with or without the children. What to do when you're divorced but didn't want it. Call 313-RADICAL. That's area code 313-723-4225. That's area code 313-723-4225. Again, call 313-RADICAL right now for answers to intimacy problems, communication problems, prayer and spiritual warfare problems, authentic masculinity problems, a.k.a. how to man up. So... Sit back, relax, take a chill pill, and get ready to rock. But don't duck. Can you feel it? Catholic Alpha Radical coming at you now. Hello and welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live, the podcast that helps you fix your Catholic marriage while also giving you winning tactics for marriage problems, girlfriend problems, and intimacy problems for men. But moreover, well, my main mission is to keep you out of divorce court and where marriage unchained, the art of one flesh divorce combat coaching is the flavor of the day. While also helping men understand marriage and courting, not dating, in the Catholic faith. Why? Because dating is for sex and courting is for marriage. In this 126th episode, the Holy Lovers series continues with how to save my Catholic marriage when my wife has just plain given up. And today we cover part one of gift number 22, plus live calls from you answering your marriage in crisis questions. So get in that Catholic queue, get in that queue so I can answer those questions. Call 313-RADICAL, that's 313-723-4225, or call in from your browser at callinstudio.com slash radical1 for some resolution to your marriage confusion. So we have the quote of the day. Let's do this. Quote. As we consider lovemaking itself, it is important, especially for a man, 
to learn to listen to what his wife's body tells him about the best way to please her. Simply put, what is pleasing to a woman today, sexually speaking, may not feel good at all tomorrow. End quote. Gregory J. Popcheck, Ph.D., book Holy Sex, a Catholic guide to toe curling, mind-blowing, infallible love. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me to help you in yours. Get live Catholic marriage help Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern for some resolution to your marriage confusion. All right, so we are back for this first segment. Let me get a caller in that queue. Today, we're going to talk about your wife's body and how important it is that you as a husband understand the consequences of you not doing the research and have enough care and empathy to understand how your woman's body works, um, how it receives you, her her moods, her emotions, her physiological problems when it comes to sex. And if you understand these things, then you will better understand your wife, which will make her think, what? He loves me. You know what? He's really not selfish like I thought he was. (laughs) And so today we cover um, Holy Gift number what is it, 22, and that states um, that a holy lover um, knows his wife's monthly cycle and how her body works. And the good thing about that is if you understand and do what I'm asking you to do, this will help you with your intimacy. And Blasely, it says... um, um, so that being said, um, I want to mention something real quick about um, the show. The show is going to be the day and time is going to be moving. Um, so we're going to go starting next week and I'm going to send out emails and stuff, uh, reminder emails. But the show is going to start is going to move to Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern. And the reason why is simple. I just don't want the podcast to come in between helping my clients and stuff and the guys. Um, and so what I want to do is just to make sure that doesn't happen. And I'm going to try this time. The tab might not work. The days will work, but the time I'm not sure about yet. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and start at six and see how that works. So hopefully you can, you can join me. You're off work or you, um, you know, you're at work and you are, are able to understand and um, you're able to, to listen in. And man, I don't, let me see. There it is. Man, see, that's what happens when you always do stuff quick. But um, that being said, let's get into our content for today. Let me get this right here. I know I'm a little quiet, y'all. But hey, who says you have to say everything on the radio talk all the time? <laughs> so, again, we're going to cover uh, Gift 22 today. 
part one. So tomorrow we'll cover part two. Um, but today, a holy lover. So what is a holy lover? Just to get into that real quick. So a holy lover is what I've come up with to help men understand their duties and um, the benefits of being the man that God created them to be and the husband their wife their wife needs. And so there are 33 gifts in this series, and there are 33 gifts that I call them gifts, which means that you as a husband bestow all of these gifts up on your wife, and you develop the habits it takes so that she feels loved, that she feels you're not selfish, that she feels you love her, um, and that that is a great foundation to the success of a great slash legendary marriage. Okay, so some of the things we're going to talk, we're going to questions we're going to talk about today is why is our wife's body more receptive or more tender during different times of the month? So that's a good thing to know. Like, you know, why sometimes when I make love to my wife, she doesn't want to make love and stuff. And a lot of times it is because she's just lazy and she don't want to do it. She's tired. And she don't feel like it um, or she's not having a good time. But we've talked about that before. But sometimes she really is hurting. So as you heard over the last uh, three days, three shows, we talked about a sexist marriage and what are some causes of that. And sometimes a wife, you know, she does have physical pain um, in, uh, around her, um, her vagina area. And as a husband, you've got to understand that in certain times of the month. So first of all, there are, two types of things that I'm talking about. So the young women. So the young women are women in this area that are, say, we'll say, usually below 40, um, 45. Um, those are the what I call the young women. Why? Because they have not entered menopause yet. Now, some women, you know, menopause happens around 50, and we'll talk about menopause tomorrow. Um, and, and how that pertains to this gift and, how, and, and what I mean. But what happens is, so the monthly cycle is basically your wife's period and her menstrual cycle and all of that. And so if her wife is still on her menstrual cycle, then her today that's what we're going to talk about. Her body responds different times of the month to different things and different ways. She receives you different. She's more in the mood at different times of the month than sometimes a month. And if you know that, if you know that, man, and when your wife rejects you, not really rejects you, but says, hey, I, I, I really, you know, I'm really having pain down there today. You you really know that she's telling the truth. OK, so that um, so why is. um So next one is um, how uh, your wife responds physically to the marital embrace during her monthly cycle. And she will respond different. You know, you will not be able to go, maybe you might not be able to penetrate more. You might not be able to be on top and, and, and put all your weight on her. Um, some guys have this bad, some guys have this bad, bad habit of just putting all their weight on their wife when they make love. That is just crazy. <laughs> get on your, get on your elbows, guys, get on your elbows and get on your hands, the palms of your hands. Never put all of your weight on your beloved. You're 200 pounds. She's only 100 pounds. Come on. Think about that. <laughs> she can't breathe. <laughs> uh, next, um, 
why is it important to know your wife's monthly cycle in general? First of all, you want to know your wife's monthly cycle too is because that time of the month, a lot of time, most women, they don't want to make love around, I mean, during their cycle. And most women, it lasts three to five days. My first wife, man, it would last seven, eight days. That's a long time. When you're young, seven, eight days, and you're married, and you can't have sex for seven, eight days, whoa, boy. <laughs> but that's important. First of all, you want to know that, you know. Um, so then when she tells you, hey, I'm, you know, I'm on my menstrual cycle, you don't get all tripping. Oh, dang, man, shoot. You know, you, you like you kind of know that it's coming. But more importantly, you want to know when your wife's monthly cycle is because her body is different. And, and, and it's, it, you know, and I'm going to, we're going to go over that here in a minute in the next segment, but man, that's what you got to know. And really she will appreciate it. She will appreciate it. And usually doing those times of the month, man, I learned, especially with my second wife, I just learned, man, to like, <laughs> I just learned to, to focus more on intimacy outside the bedroom. That's what I did. Um, cause my, my second wife, she, my first wife either, they just, they wasn't the kind that want to make love when they're on their menstrual cycle. They just don't. And so, you know, I see how men are. Sometimes we try to ease up on them, right? <laughs> no, Jerry, no, you know, I'm on my, <laughs> so what you have to learn how to do as I learned a long time ago, what I started doing is I might go to adoration and, 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 and help my, Help ask God to help me be more sensitive to my wife. Um, I might, you know, focus on more intimacy outside the bedroom of uh, so that we'll have more anticipation when we are ready to make love. Even she will, right? If you if you don't make love for five days and you're used to making love and you focus on intimacy outside the bedroom, like deeper conversations, holding hands, going for walks, hugging more, just laying in the bed and cuddling more. Women love that. They love that cuddling stuff. Man, we like, huh? Uh, okay, you know. <laughs> but we do it because, hey, if you don't, you're going to be in trouble. <laughs> but women like cuddling. They like just hanging out. And that's why a lot of wives, they'll go, the dude gets, he gets frustrated. She, he, she, and she'll go, hey, man, every time you, because I know every time you want to cuddle, and, and I heard when you say this, man, I know anytime he wants to cuddle, he's just trying to get some. <laughs> And I and I don't want it. I don't want to, you know. That's only, so. What she's saying is this: you're just using her. Like women are so crazy, man. They you, you gotta love them though. They so beautiful. You gotta love them. She's like, you know, you're you know. Every time he come near to me, he just wanna he just wanna get some. He don't he don't really appreciate me. He don't wanna hug and cuddle with me. <laughs> <laughs> to show he could control himself or just 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 us lay together just hang out women like that and so what you got to do as a man you've got to learn how to you know not think about yourself and it's hard especially when it comes to sex and you know you love your wife and you really want to be close to her and stuff um and you know and that's kind of hard but once you learn how to do it and you practice it, man, just like everything else, man, it becomes better. It become, you become able to handle it. Your wife appreciates it. And then, as I, I say with all things, she is more receptive and more desirable to want to make love to you. Okay? Um, 
Next, natural family planning. We're going to go over that today a little bit, not a lot, but to explain what natural family planning is. Um, natural family planning is not is not Catholic birth control, just so you guys know. Now, the way people practice it, because people, uh, men and women are broken, you know, and they practice they practice it the wrong way. And we're going to go over real quick what it's what it's meant for and when you're supposed to use it and things like that. And if you think about it, it makes sense. OK, basically, natural family planning is you learn your wife's monthly cycle. Your wife can get pregnant only a certain amount of days. Some women have a wide window. Some women have a very, very small window. And then you have everything in between that. And so if you know when your wife can get pregnant, then you, you kind of understand, well, I can make love this time of month and that time of month. But the reasons for natural family planning, the reason Christ gave us this was not to be doing it for silly stuff. And we're going to that. Next, uh, why must we learn the emotions, temperaments, and moods of our wife? Oh, man, this is another thing, dude. you got to start learning. You hear me talk about this all the time. You've got to learn the emotions, the temperance, and moods, the ailments um, of your wife, which means what? You've got to ex um, explore her. You've got to ask questions. You've got to be uh, visibly look at her and make sure she's okay. You know, um, I've gotten to the point now with my wife, if she, if her voice even sounds a certain way, I'm like, uh-oh, <laughs> you know, wait a minute. I should have said that, you know, or I know she's displeased, right? And so it's important that you as a husband understand that. Why? So that you can be the first to know when something's wrong or the second person. The second person is you and she might be the first person. It's, it's time for husbands in this country and in this world to stop looking at our wife as like she's a man or she's a buddy or she's like some stranger on the street, like she's a workmate. She's not. She is a, your beloved. She is the one you're supposed to be taking care of and worried about and showing her she that you're worried about her and showing her that you care about her, that you have her best interest at heart. You can't treat your wife like a partner. Don't listen to these people out here. You know, your woman, man, you say you love her. You say you want to make love to her. You want more of that. Then you've got to do the work. You got to do the work, man. But once you do the work, man, it, come, it becomes so much more easy. You know, that's one of the hardest things for guys when they come to my program. They don't want to bear down and do the work. And they think they think that their wife is going to come back to them just like that in a week or something. No, man, you it took you 20 years to screw your marriage up. You and your wife, you think your wife is just you think your wife is stupid. Like she hasn't been thinking about this for what, a year or two years or three years. So to, in order to change her mind, you're going to have to put in the work to convince her that she, if she trusts you again with her heart, her mind, her body and her soul, that she is um, that she is um, that. Oh, you're not going to turn back to the same guy you were, you know, and if you were if you were your wife and you had a woman that was crazy and didn't you didn't think loved you and stuff, you would you would think the same way. You would make her earn your trust again. And that's what women do, except one thing. Women in God's time about the same. <laughs> so it's gonna take a while, right? Sometimes it's uh, sometimes it's quick though. Uh, next, uh, then we go into menopause and why should husbands understand it, and what are the effects of menopause on our wives? Menopause is devastating to a woman, 
it 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 straightens her up and makes us fly right because she's now she's realizing she ain't this young, vibrant, vital woman that she thought she was her whole life. She ain't as sexy as she thought she was. She ain't, you know, she don't have all those those uh, those great sexual feelings she had, and they're they're kind of diminishing now, right? And so you as a husband, you've got to understand that, and we'll go into that at, on the next show. All right. So and then, of course, we're going to talk about on the next show, part two of the effects of menopause on your wife, some of the symptoms and some of the stuff that you can look for as a husband. Um, And we've covered this in past shows, but this is the thing when this gift is very important of understanding your wife's body, understanding how your wife's body works. And, and and not really to focus on you, because like you hear me say all the time, women, there's always something wrong with them, ain't it? Always something wrong with them. <laughs> honey, honey, I need some makeup. Honey, honey, I, I need I need to go get some other stuff for my hair. Honey, uh, it hurts down there. Honey, uh, I got to go to the doctor and I got to get this test. I got to get that test. And I got to, you know, we can't kiss the hug all because that hurts. And <laughs> You know, I, you know, I got to go get a, uh, what is that test called? When they check their boobs. What's that called? A, mammogram or something yeah something like that but I, there's always something wrong with them i done had two wives man and it, they, it don't matter if they're young it don't matter if they old dude they <laughs> there's always something wrong with them always and so but my point i'm joking around but it's true man you, you've got to learn your wife's body so that you can be empathetic to what's going on to the situation okay so then the last thing we're going to talk about as usual which is so important is how do I learn to speak more comfortably about sex and my wife's body with her? Duh! You've got to learn how to do that. You've got to learn how to do that. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, but it, like I said, if you put in the work and you and you show your wife your care and you're empathetic to your situation, man, she would be more willing to open up to you and tell you a lot of things that she would probably tell her girlfriends or her doctor. You know, and some guys like, man, I don't want to know all that's too much. Well, see, that's being lazy. That's showing that you're you're being selfish, right? I don't want to hear that. Okay, well, you don't want to hear that. Then you look up 30 years from now and your wife don't want to have sex with you or she wants she want to divorce you. Or she's not even trying to talk to you and stuff. No, man, this is not the 1900s. This is 2023. You cannot run your home and love your wife like that anymore. You have to understand that women want more and they need more. You know why? Because they got too many influences out there that would influence them to get away from you. Okay. So um, in our last series, we discussed clues that a wife uh, may want a divorce. Um, and those, and that's that those 33 clues. I did those to help you understand your marriage uh, may or may definitely is in trouble or it may be in trouble and how to avoid it. That that series is so very important, man. Boy, when I put, I'm doing shorts on that series now. You know, like the shorts are like YouTube shorts and TikTok shorts is like, you know, one, um, you know, like a minute or less video. And boy, they get no me. Hey, you're toxic. You're toxic. What are you talking about? You can't, those are not clues. Those are not, you know, people get on you, man. <laughs> That's okay. Why? Because the first clue, the truth is pain right anger right they get mad but that's good because they learning something okay so but in this series i want to focus on 
um, I want to focus on more on trying to um, trying to focus on how to get you how to keep her. So I give you the clues on I gave you the clues that that, that you could see when there's problems. Now I'm giving you the things that you can do, the gifts that you can give back to your wife to let her know that you love her. Um, we must re- we just refuse to listen when it comes to marriage relationships. That's how men are. We look at relationships different than we do at our job, at our um, at our car, or our hobbies, our friends, you know. And we we think our 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 wife, you know, the time with our wife is is like anything else, but it's not. It's it's a lot lot different. Um, and when we do listen as men, we've avoided the problem so long that we find ourselves in what the church calls marriage crisis, meaning divorce, separation, no sex, arguing constantly, etc. But in the Holy Lover series, I give husband solutions in case they didn't heed my warnings in the clues my wife wants divorce series. Or um, I also make a bold claim that these 33 gifts will satisfy and fulfill your beloved wife forever if you embrace them and you build the habits and you embrace what's going on. I must also be completely transparent and honest that a man cannot do this on his own and you need help to completely fulfill your wife. Um, he needs help and marriage coaching help to be exact. Why? Because we need help, guidance, and the act of building many habits to achieve this greatness. So, um, marriage is the hardest relationship, as we all know. If you've ever been married, it's the hardest relationship in the world on this earth to get great. But the battle for greatness is always 10 times worth the struggle. In the Holy Lover series, How to Save Your Marriage When Your Wife Has Given Up, the third three gifts will satisfy her forever, will help, and they work. But as always requires a husband to be a man of action. Again, I must ask you, are you a holy lover? Which is becoming the man God created you to be and you becoming the husband your wife needs. If you are not, then my friend, it's time to get to work. No more excuses. It's time for us as husbands to enter the battle to begin warrior mode. And that's what this is. It's warrior mode. It's warrior mode to provide, to protect your family and defend your family from Satan. Because if you know who is, right? So Satan has your wife, and to combat that, we must don our armor, lift our shield, and sheathe our sword. As the spiritual battle is now upon us, I must ask, what will you do as a man? Return to your man cave or into the battle for Christ for your wife and children. All right? And so today again... I want you to understand we're going to talk about Holy Lover Gift 22, Part 1, about a Holy Lover must understand his wife's monthly cycle, as well as how her body works and responds to the marital embrace during different times of the month. And so when we come back from break, we will get into this. Believe it or not, guys, this sounds boring, but it's really not. It's really not boring. It's very great information. You're going to know your wife's body better than she does. She's going to hate you for it. <laughs> no, I'll just play it. I'll just play it. I'll just play it. No, she won't. She'll be happy. She'll be happy that you know her body better than her, you know? Um, and so that being, and, and you know what? I ain't going to lie. My started, when I started getting into my wife's body and stuff, we had better conversations about stuff, about sex and about her body and, and about my body too. Believe it or not, man, look, God knows what he's doing, man. All you got to do is operate. Bam. 
If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. All right. Hey, 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 hey. We are back. So let's get into this, man. Let's rock this today. Again, I'm not joking. This is good stuff. This is good stuff. See, the average, the average, uh, the average dude, you know, you know, he might pop into the show or start listening to the show. Oh, we're gonna talk about my wife's body. Oh man, I don't care about that stuff, man. But see, Jerry gonna pull one over on you. Because it's the secret to great sex. <laughs> yeah, baby. That's what's up. And if you're having sex right now or if you ain't, you're going to have sex in the future. You will need it. You got to know it. And this is why I, I'm sneaking up on them today. Sneaking up on them. Because most people think, oh, man, learn about my wife's body. That's boring stuff. What can that, what can that help me? That can't help me do nothing. All right. You're AC. UAC right now, because I'm going to rock it real quick. So, again, why is it important to know your wife's monthly cycle? Um, and why is it important to know the emotions, temperament, and moods of your wife? This is what we're going to really get into, man. You know, and again, so that we all on the same page. Today, we are speaking on gift 22 of a holy gift 22 of a holy lover part one which states a holy lover understands his beloved's monthly cycle as well as how her body works and responds to the marital embrace during different times of the month. And so we're going to start out with understanding the three phases of your wife's monthly cycle. See, you didn't even know there was three phases of her monthly cycle, did you? Hmm. Yep. And guess what? They're all different. So guess we're going to it real quick. So, the reference I use for this is one of the books that I have the guys read in my program, um, and it's a good, good book on what God expects from uh, the marital embrace. You know the the how to how to enhance your intimacy, um, how to to bond better with your wife, conversations, intimacy, and lust—all these things that the church talks about. See, people think this is another thing about being. Um, not being the Catholic Church, man. The Catholic Church has answers to everything. Christ has answers to everything. But if all you do is read the Bible, you don't really understand that. I'm not saying the Bible's not important. 
It is important. It's the word of God, but it's not as important as Christ himself. Christ told us to pass on the word by word and by mouth or one of the, yeah, St. Paul or Peter said it, but Christ, with Christ, there wasn't even a Bible around when Christ was around. This is why he created the, the Catholic church, the church. Why? So that the church can interpret the scriptures and grow sacred tradition, which is the traditions of the church, of Christianity. And if you're not in the Catholic church and you don't study up on it and understand what that stuff means, you're going to get confused. You're going to think things are, you're going to think things are that are not true. And, and this is why you hear a lot of Catholics that say, you know, people used to say, well, Catholics, Catholics don't even read the Bible. That's not true. That's not true. The reason we, why, here's the difference. Catholics know that the church must, and we need someone to interpret scripture. You just don't read the Bible. You just don't read it. You need, it, you, it should be interpreted for you. The re, why? Because that's why you got 30 some thousand denominations of Christianity because people read in the Bible and they think the Holy Spirit's talking to me and he ain't talking to them. And they interpret things the way they think it should be. Then they get all mad when the Catholic Church says, no, we don't agree with abortion. Christ does not agree with abortion, okay? You know, Christ does not want lust in the bedroom. You know, and just stuff like that. That's just simple stuff. So the church gives you, people think that, you know, Christianity, Christians hate sex. That is not true. That is not true. Catholics and Christians, we love sex because we know that God created sex and for our enjoyment, for the unity of the spouses, but also for procreation. Okay? God always gives us benefits to, to whatever he asks us to do if we follow his word. Okay? And so when I talk about, the, when I give you the reference to the, where I've got this today, is it's just one of the Catholic references that, man, if you if you if you if you start following the catholic church and you start learning about what about the saints and and the angels and heaven hell and purgatory and and god and christ himself saint peter and saint paul and all these people that enhance the faith you know that have written on the catholic church that have been inspired through the through the through the holy spirit like saint faustina who's Angel, whose guardian angel showed her hell and heaven and purgatory. And if you're not in the Catholic Church and you don't understand the power of the saints and that the saints are part of the heavenly court, you wouldn't understand that. You 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 would you would get a misconception of what heaven, hell, and purgatory is. So some people don't even think there is purgatory. That makes no darn sense. How can you not have purgatory? That's a blessing from God. Because right now, if you die right now, is your soul clean enough, pure enough to be in heaven with God right now? Think about it. If you died right now today, whoever's, if you're listening, if you died right now today, are yours, is your soul pure enough to be in front of the heavenly father? Because nothing can be in front of God that is not of total goodness and purity, which includes your soul. So if it wasn't for purgatory, which is where you go when you haven't committed a, a mortal sin, 
and your soul is still somewhat pure and of goodness, you have to have those imperfections, that impurity burnt out of your soul. And so then you become able after I don't know how long, whatever, 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 however much, you know, you need work. And then you are put into heaven in the beatific vision with God and the angels and the saints. Okay. And Christ and the Blessed Mother, St. Joseph, all of them. Okay. So that is why you have, that is the blessing, the mercy of God to even have it. Because what he could do, he could just say, listen, you got 100 years on earth. If your soul ain't completely pure by the time you die, you're going to hell. Boy, God, that would be real cold, wouldn't it? <laughs> so what we're going to do is we're going to talk about and understanding the three phases of the first part of this is we're going to understand the three phases of your wife's monthly cycle. Why? So that you as a husband understand your wife's body so that you can understand how to, to have more, uh, more sex and more good sex. And so that your wife will think you're not selfish. You'll, and you're empathetic to her, her situation of her body, her pain and things like that. And then she will want to make love to you more because you understand her better. Okay, so the reference for this first part, the reference that um, I got this from is one of the books that I have the guys in my program read. It is a great book, and it's called Holy Sex, um, A Catholic Guide to Toe Curling, Mind-Blowing, Infallible Love by Dr. Gregory Popchak. So him and his wife are marriage people, and they really, they, you know, they really try to help married couples and stuff. But that's marriage counseling. We won't go into that. But his book is really, really good. It is a lot of insights on, on the Christian and the Catholic way of thinking about sex. And it is great. It's, it's loving. It's empathetic. It's passionate. It's, it's exciting. You know, God wants sex to be exciting. He wants it to be passionate and passioned and, and, and wondrous and bewildered. And magnificent, and the saints and God and Christ want that too. But you have to learn about it in order to be able to experience it. And it's there are levels to it. There are things you have to do, and a, and a and a mindset you have to adapt. Okay. So first, husbands, um, husbands must know that what okay this is one of the first mindsets that you have to know and if you're married and you're a man and you're married you've been married any length of time you know what I'm going to say is right husbands must know that what feels pleasurable for your wife today may drastically change tomorrow <laughs> you know how men are listen i get in my car i start put the key in the ignition I start the car and the car starts. And then I put my put it in gear. I put it in reverse and I pull out of my I pull out of my driveway and I press on the gas and I go. That's the system. That system works. Okay. When I go to work, I go in the building. I got my job. I got my systems right there. I do it this way. It don't change. Well, guess what? Your your wife ain't like that. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. <laughs> Your wife, she ain't like that, man. I it was listen until I learned it. It was so freaking frustrating. It was so frustrating. 
And then now, and then now when my wife entered menopause, it became twice worse. <laughs> Maybe three times worse. You can't touch here. You can't hold that. You can't kiss that. You can't move that. You can't. I'm like, oh, man. And my wife had to really train me, too. She would tell you. She had to train me, dude. When your wife gets in menopause, man, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's real hard. But once you adapt, and that's why I'm saying this, that don't, don't get frustrated with her because it won't help. Um, but only push her away from you. If your wife is saying things about her body and you don't know it and you getting, and, and like yesterday, you know, you, you touched there. It, it was great for her. And then today you touched there. She's like, oh, wait a minute. No, you, you, you know, you get mad. You're first, well, what am I supposed to do? The best thing you do is you got to be an explorer. That's what's great about women. It, they never are the same. This is why you hear me say you got to learn the mysteries of your beloved in the marital embrace, in the holy caress. You've got to, she's always changing. And guys who want to make love to their wife the same way for years and years and years, and then they start to find out, man, that ain't the right way no more. And then they get frustrated and upset with her. You can't do that. Why? Because then she gets upset and thinks you're selfish and that you're not empathetic to her situation. Because when a woman goes into menopause, man, it's devastating. It's devastating. And even and I will even go to say that a monthly cycle, her period is a mini, is a mini, mini pause. Is a mini menopause. Because a lot of the same stuff happens during the monthly cycle that it does when she's in menopause. It really does. You know, um, and so. So first, okay, the three phases of your wife's monthly cycle. Say, so this is, again, this is for women. This is, if you're married and your wife is, say, we'll even go as far as, say, 49 and, and younger. Basically, as long as she's still on her period, this is what she goes through. And, and so, but just remember, which we'll talk about a little bit more tomorrow, that menopause starts around 50s, around 50. And so your wife can get menopausal symptoms up to 10 years before that, so at 40. But right now, to keep it simple and not so confusing, we're going to talk about your wife's, her body and her menstrual cycle and her phase of her menstrual cycle. And this covers women from 40, we'll say 49 years of age and younger. So that's even 18, 19, 20, whatever. Okay. So phase one. A woman will feel the most tender and sensitive during this phase of her monthly cycle. This is the time between menstruation and her pre-ovulatory phase. This is usually the first six to ten days of her cycle. Okay? So that's important, right? If you know the first ten days of her cycle, um, if you know that as a husband, if you know the first 10 days of my, once my wife starts her cycle, the first 10 days, her, her vagina is very sensitive. That area is very, uh, it's, it's, it's a, it's a chore for her to, you know, she's not feeling right. And a lot of women too, and they'll tell you what you, most guys know this, that they don't feel good around their, when they're on their menstrual period. Like my first wife, man, she would get these extreme, extreme cramps, dude. I mean, cramps where she would have to go lay in the bed for hours and stuff. You know, and so, you know, that was when I first started really being empathetic to to my wife 
and and um how you know the pain they go through and stuff not just with a baby but when even before baby for being a woman right man we don't go that kind we don't go through that kind of stuff you know um so that's the first thing remember during phase 1 which is the first 6 to 10 days of her cycle your wife is her is very tender at that time so you really don't want to be you know making love at that time, because and if you do, you've got to be very, very careful. You can't be trying to penetrate all deep. You can't be putting all your weight on her. You can't be doing all that stuff. You got to be very empathetic, okay? And she'll appreciate you for it, because most women don't want to make love on their cycle. And, if, and it, usually if a woman does, she's doing it because she loves her husband, because he asked her to. This is how you know you got a good woman, man, okay? Phase two, the fertile phase of a woman's cycle. It lasts about 10 days. She experiences a rush of hormones that tend to make her more aroused. Her levels of vagina lubrication rise dramatically. So that's great, right? That's when you, you know, her hormones, she gets very arousal. So during the, the last 10 days of her cycle, you know, of the month, boom, you like, okay, man, she's aroused. So she's going to want to do, she's going to want to make love, right? I ain't got to ask her nothing. <laughs> okay. Um, so you're going to learn here in a minute that how men, men and women are different. So like I said, the fertile phase is, is her fertile phase of the woman's cycle. So that's when she's, you know, she's ready to go. You know, she's, she's aroused. She wants to make love. Her body's ready. She wants you. Right. You, but if you don't know that one, let's say this, let's, let me just to say this. Yeah, you can't have sex for in the first phase for like six to ten days or whatever, or maybe five days, whatever. But in the second phase, you, you might be able to make love for ten days straight. Hey, that's pretty good. I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take that, right? She's fertile. She's ready to go. She wants to make love ten days straight. Hey, I'm down with that one. You know, but then I might have to go six to ten days where I can't. I'm I'm cool with that too. It's a compromise, fellas. It's a compromise. <laughs> so uh next, uh, on the on the part of uh, part of phase two is um her cervix opens and rises to a higher position in the vagina. Okay, so that's a good thing. Okay. Now we're into phase three. So phase three is the last phase. It begins a few days after ovulation and lasts until the first day of her period. The last, uh, and that lasts about 10 days too, okay? So you see a pattern here, 10, 10, and 10, okay? So this is called the, the, the luteal phase and is brought on by an increase in progesterone levels. This causes a lessening of vaginal lubrication, the lowering, closing, and hardening of the cervix in the vagina. It causes a decrease in a woman's physiological arousal. Just as in phase one, the vagina becomes more sensitive, and which means lesser penetration and more attention on foreplay to help with lubrication and receptivity for her husband. Okay? So, phase three, you can make love. It's cool, but you got to be what? You got to be a lot more patient. You gotta focus more on foreplay. And you gotta, like I said, this is why intimacy outside the bedroom is so important, fellas, because you have to prepare your wife for your love. 
You have to get her mind on making love to you. You can't just be like, hey, let's go jump in the bed. I mean, unless that's what she wants to do. Hey, I'm cool with that, you know. But most times, especially the longer you're married, women, they, they, you know, they start to change on sex a little bit. You know, before you, before you, if you had sex before, if you had sex with her before you were married to her, you guys were lusting all over the place, probably had love and had sex in every part of the house. Then you got married the first couple, two or three years. You had sex in every part of the house, jumped around. Then the kids came, right? Oh, then the kids came. We can't have sex in every part of the house now. We got we to gotta negotiate. We got to confine it to when they ain't here or when they sleep. <laughs> so the thing of what I'm saying is you've got to understand that lubrication is important with your wife. Every man should be using lubrication when you make love to your wife. It should be... Uh, and the lubrication should not be water-based. The lubrication should be silicone-based. If your wife plays this game, uh, well, I don't like that. I don't want it on me. It's, it stings. Well, if you get the, the, the if you get the the lubrication that does not have any perfumes or chemicals in it, it's just oil. Your wife won't get. It won't make her. It won't hurt her. And if it does, you just put it on yourself, and then that will still make it easier for her. Okay. Um, also, what else can I say about this? Um, oh, so it causes, remember, phase three causes a decrease in a woman's physiological arousal, unlike phase two, where she's ready for 10 days. Then you can make love in phase three, but it's it's just a lot. You got to prepare a lot more. You got to take your time a lot more. You got to be more patient. Okay. Which is cool for most guys. Most guys, we, we ain't oaks. We ain't oaks. I mean, we love our wife. We, we want to be patient and stuff and take our time and, 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 and please her properly. We're, you know, most guys ain't like that. You know, this is why you, you've got to learn how to have conversations. That, that's the whole thing and the whole thing, man. Okay. So that's it. That's phase one, phase two and phase three. See, I told you this was going to be good. I told you it was going to be good. Didn't I see now you learned something. You learned something. If you got a wife, she's 49 years and below between 18 and say 49 you know, you understand how you you a little bit about how your wife's body works now, right? Okay, that's great. Okay, now, now, now let's go on to um, natural family planning. Okay, so what is natural family planning? Um, natural family planning is what the Catholic Church, Christ Church, allows um, a couple to do. Because okay, this is how you know that we're supposed to have as many children as. Christ wants to give us as God wants to give us. We're not supposed to be using contraception and birth control. We're not supposed to be saying, well, I only want to have one kid or two kids or three kids. No, nobody cares how many kids you want to have. The only reason that you're even here as a creature is because God wanted you to have to, um, to bring souls into the world to make saints out of them and send those souls back to him. So if it wasn't for that plan, you wouldn't even be in existence. So to sit up there and try to say, well, I only want three kids. I only want two kids like you in control of something. And that's not true. That's not how it works. The way you do it is you make love and that love creates a person of love, of one flesh. And then you as a parent, you do your best to create a saint. And then that saint creates more saints. And then all those saints go to God to spend eternity with him. If you believe in God, you have to believe in that purpose because that is God's ultimate mission. Because he didn't have to create none of us. 
he could have just hung out with the angels. And um, the angels, and who was around before that? The angels and, and, and animals and all them people, all that stuff. I think the animals were around. I don't know. But really, he could have just hung out with the angels. He didn't have to create us. But we are so arrogant. We are so arrogant and so prideful that we think, well, I'm just going to have one kid. Well, what? First of all, having one kid does what? You're the, the kid, you create a lonely kid. The kid's lonely. The kid doesn't even know the kid becomes selfish. The kid, one kid does not does not do anything except be lonely and be by itself. To have one kid, I mean, I'm somebody if you're out before you people go, well, what if you can't have kids? Okay. I'm not talking about the extremes. I'm talking about the normal day-to-day life where we plan to have one child. You have one kid. And then you worship that one kid, and then the kid grows up and the kid's a jerk, right? That's one reason why you have five or 10, 20 kids, because the odds of you having, because everybody's got one child that just don't want to act right. <laughs> we all got one of them that just, just, just don't want to do nothing right. <laughs> uh, so, but stop joking around, not to joke around, just to have a little fun. But, you know, that's kind of how you think about it, man. You know, we, we got to understand that our purpose in this life is not to have fun and pleasure all the time. We're here for a purpose because if you're in the beatific vision with God, your whole existence for eternity, it will be joyous and, and, and filled with love and, and all the stuff that we say we want. So, but you have to earn that. And so God gave you the God-like ability as a man and a woman to do to have a God-like ability to procreate and to give him the souls that he's asking for. But you can still have fun. You can still go on vacations and 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 um and do whatever you want, have hobbies and fishing and boating and golfing and all your stuff. But you just gotta keep it, it, it kept things in perspective that you know, God, you're here for a purpose, for a reason, to know him, to love him, to serve him. That's what you're here for. You're not here for you. It's not your life. It's really not. People say all the time, this is my life, and I can do whatever I want. That's total you-know-what. Your life belongs to God first. Then it belongs to your parents. And then it belongs to the people who love and care about you. If you think about it any other way, that's selfishness. Selfishness is a one-way ticket to where? To hell. Come on, man. Come on, man. Y- y'all smart. Y'all smart people. Y'all know the deal. You c- if you're just sitting back and think about it and co- and conjugate and contemplate on it, it, it makes completely and total sense. Unless what? Unless you got you got you got Satan in your ear oppressing you. Then you think all kind of stupid stuff. Because what is the what is the job of Satan and the de- the demons, the demonic? They oppress you. So that you think about anything but the stuff I'm talking about. Anything but what? Anything but God. This is why you have as many kids as God allows you to have. You just make love. You just you just embrace the, you just embrace the marital embrace and you just embrace each other. You love each other. You create as many souls out of love as God wants to give you. That's how you look at it. That takes all the pressure away. And I've never seen a family, never, even single mothers. I have never seen a family that has more than one that has children of two kids, five kids, 20 kids, 30 kids, 
where God did not provide for that family. They always eaten. Matter of fact, they fat. <laughs> I mean, they overindulged. He overdid it, right? So this is why it doesn't make sense. God is in, in the scripture. He says, why do you worry about who's going to take care of you? I'm going to take care of you. I take care of the birds. They eat, don't they? So why you are greater than the birds. So why would not take care of you? That's faith. People who don't, people who don't, um, people who don't, um, who want to have no kids or one kid or say, well, I don't want to have no kids because I'm not ready financially yet or something like that. They have a weak faith. They don't love God. They don't. They love themselves. That's what they love. And man, again, that's a one-way ticket to selfishness and selfishness is a one-way ticket to hell. Okay? You cannot go to heaven if you're selfish. You can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. Because Christ showed each of us what selfishness is not. What selfishness is not, and he is the king of not being selfish. Okay, so natural family planning is where you know your wife's monthly cycle, you and your wife, you count, she counts her days and whatever, and then it's a system, and the system will let you know when your wife is fertile, like we just talked about in the other three phases. This is why it's important for you as a man to basically have a general idea when your wife's monthly cycle is hanging out. Okay, when it's there. Okay. And so then let's say, um, so that's 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 what that's what Christ allows, the church allows. It allows a, a, a family. So then what do you do? You don't make love on those days that she's fertile, or you if your wife if you're having problems getting pregnant, let's say you want to have all the kids you want, or you want to have one or two, whatever you want. You and your wife. There's apps out there, too. You and your wife learn her cycle, and then you know the days that she's fertile, like those 10 days she's fertile. Some women have a wide range, like the 10 days. Some women have a small window, but it doesn't matter. You learn that, and then when you want to have kids, you just go and you make love, and then it works. I got clients that say, man, it works like clockwork. Every time they used it, it works like clockwork, okay? So, so <clears throat> if... If, if, if it works to have kids, it will work to not have kids, right? So you 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 learn your wife's cycle, and on the day she's fertile, you can't make love. But most guys can't hang out that long, right? <laughs> most guys can't hang out that long, but you try if you're not trying to have kids. So here is the way, here's the reason why people try to say that natural family planning is a... um is Catholic uh, Catholic uh, birth control, and it's not. But people use it in the wrong way. They say that because, well, if you you know you learn the, the system, and then you you stop having kids. And so, what does that mean? So, the only here's according to the church and Christ Himself, the only way that you can use natural family planning is only used for grave reasons. So that means what you can you can stop having kids for grave reasons. So what grave means what it means very serious, very mortal, very, um, you know, is very uh, is very, very important or very vital. It could cause grave damage, big time damage. Right. OK, so let me you know, and, and listen, I'm not trying to tell you what to do. All I'm trying to do is get the information. OK, you go against God if you want. That's between you and the Holy Spirit. But I'm telling you what I wouldn't do that if I was you. I really wouldn't. Anyway, so. um. 
So here's the reason. Only used for grave reasons. So what is a grave reason? Like you or your wife are sick. Let's say you have cancer or something, and your wife or your wife has cancer, and you know you're going through chemotherapy, and that's a grave reason. It was sick. You can't. You don't want to be your wife having a child, or you trying to have sex when you're, you know, when you're gravely sick like that. You need all the energy. Your wife needs all the energy she can to fight that that battle of the disease she has. Right? Okay. Um, so that's, and that's another thing, you know, you're not supposed to deny your, like all the, like, you're not supposed to deny your spouse, the marital embrace. If your spouse asks for, to make love and it's under reasonable conditions, you as a wife, you as a husband are obliged by God himself, Christ himself, the Holy spirit to make love to your husband or your wife. You know why? Because if you don't, you interfere in what? You interfere in creation. And again, what are you here for? You are here only because God created you to send saints back to him. So if your wife or your husband wants to make love and you deny him that, that is a mortal sin. That is a hell offense because you are interfering in creation. If you think about it, God only gets pissed off mostly when we interfere in that big plan of things. Abortion, homosexuality, no fault divorce. Um, um, what are the other ones? Things, prostitution, um, all these kind of things that do not, that are not conducive to having children. Why? Because children are the lifeblood, just like marriage is, and family are the lifeblood of the universe. We're here for a purpose, people. We're not here to jack off for a hundred years. <laughs> okay. All right. So what's another thing, another reason that your wife, um, that you don't have to have kids. So, oh, I got a caller. Who is that? Let me look. Okay, so I'm going to pause for a second because we're almost done, and I'm going to take this call. Here we go. Hello? Sorry, caller. I'm sorry I didn't see you. How you doing? Uh-oh, wait a minute. Let me put you on. Hello? Hello? Caller? Uh-oh, the caller is on, got me on pause. Hello, caller? Caller going once. Caller going twice. All right. I'm going to have to let you go because I... I can hear you. I can hear you there, but you're not saying anything. So uh, comp, send a comment. Uh, I'm going to leave you on kind of, you know, I'm, I'm here, but just try your best to, um, if you can't, um, if you come back on, then let me know. And just, uh, I'll see you again here in a minute. I'm almost done. I'll come back to you. All right. Okay. Uh, sorry that didn't work out. Um, let me get back on my thing. So we are almost done for the day. Um, let me find. Okay. So what is the other reason that you are able to, to, to use natural family planning so that you um, so that not basically not have children, you know, that it's okay with God for you not to have children. Um, let me get my script back up here. There we go. For not to have children. And the other thing is, which most people don't really realize, which is a great thing. Let's say your wife has a child or two childs or three kids or four kids or five kids. 
seven, eight kids in a row. doesn't matter. It could be one to however many. And her body is exhausted. She gets postpartum depression, and her body is exhausted. Her physically and mentally, she's like, baby, I just can't, I can't have no more kids right now. I, I'm just, I'm totally, I'm, I'm spent. I'm psychologically and, and, and emotionally and physically spent. Okay, you as a couple are allowed in the eyes of God to delay having children until your wife is ready again. That's perfectly um, morally sound. And, and you really, and, and you don't have to worry about it because women have this instinct when it's time to have kids. They really do. So your wife might, your wife might go a month or six months or a year or two years or something. And all of a sudden she'll go, hey, honey, I think it's time to have, I want to have a baby again. You go, okay, let's go. Bam. Then you start natural family planning again. And you learn where your wife's cycle is when she's fertile. And you start making love again. You start having babies. That's how it works. God is not a cruel. God does not put us out here and put and put things on you that you are not able to do. Okay. Now, um, so it's a psychological relief from the hardship of bearing children. Now, what you're not supposed to use natural family planning for is this stuff like this. Now, I don't know all of them, but this is you know this is the general idea. People say, well. You cannot use natural family planning, which is mean not have children, uh, to deny having children for financial reasons. Like, oh man, I ain't got no money, so we can't. We ain't got no. We can't afford it, man. If you waited for them, you'd never have no kids. That's like saying I never go on a vacation, or I'm never gonna um, go on vacation, whatever, something like that, until you know. Um, I'm financially sound. I'm out of totally out of debt. Well, you can do that. I mean, you can do that, but that's kind of the same thing. When it comes to kids, if you just say I'm never, so who's to judge when you got enough money? Okay, financial reasons is not a reason to not bear children. Okay, to not bring souls into the world for you, your family, and for God. Personal reasons. People come with all kind of personal reasons why they don't want to have children. Well, uh, I don't want to get. I don't want to have kids because you know I just want to be me and you, me and you, me and you, baby. I don't want to have no kids around, you know. Or I don't like kids. Or look, if you're not ready for kids, you're not supposed to be getting married because the reason you're here is to create marriage is created for that, you know. And I've and I've not met anybody that was married, and I'm sure there are, but I've never met them. I've never met anybody. Uh, I've never met anybody that that was married and they had a child and they was sad that child came. Man, most mothers and fathers are like, oh my God, we're pregnant. They're so happy, and you know. And then the kid comes, and all the family comes around, and everybody's just so joyous because babies bring families together. Babies do that. Souls do that. And, and when you, as a husband and wife, do that, you are giving a gift to society, and then you raise a great kid. Bam, man. So, um, so, um, so that's really it for today. So we're gonna go to. Um, it's hard not having children is a big thing. It's 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 an offense against God because you're not giving God His due, and it's selfish. Because a a a, a, a husband and a wife that only love themselves for a hundred years, that is turned up on themselves. That is complete selfishness. We are designed to love each other, to 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 create, to create souls for God. 
Okay, and, and that's how we how we are. And so that being said, the takeaways from this Holy Lover Gift Twenty One and caller, if you, I see you still there, and I'm gonna try you again uh, after I get done with this real quick. So the takeaways from this Holy Lover Gift are: building intimacy outside the bedroom is a must with your wife. Okay. You know that by now. The emotional closeness your wife feels for you can help greatly during this time when her body is not cooperating with lovemaking. So if you're close with your wife emotionally and she's having problems with her body, she will make love to you even though she's in pain if you're very careful and you have prepared her for your love. Okay? Understanding foreplay and lubrication and how the vagina reacts during certain times of the month is vital if you make love during phase uh, one. Okay? Not getting upset. No, phase three. I'm sorry. Phase three. Not getting upset with your wife and having a great friendship breeds empathy during the difficult times of her monthly cycle. Intimacy and union with God is the goal and not to scratch an itch. It's important that your wife knows that you're not trying to have sex with her. You don't give her no attention. You don't take care of her until you want to have sex. She's not going to want to make love to you like that. Okay? Remember, men are all, this is important. Remember, men are always fertile, which means they are always physiologically aroused. Okay? Women are only fertile periodically and are only physiologically aroused during certain times of the month. This is why people say, oh, man, God is, dudes, all you do is think about sex. All I do is think about sex. Well, it's a reason, huh? Now you know. It's naturally in us, right? It's naturally in us. We're always fertile. So when you're fertile, you're aroused. Women aren't always fertile. So they're not always aroused. This is why your wife, if she loves you and she knows you want to make love, but she doesn't, if she feels close to you and she knows you love her more than anything, your wife will reward you and give you all the sex you want for the most part. <laughs> she will. That's how women are. It's weird. But they, if they love you, they will make love to you even if they don't want to. Okay? This is why you as a man, as a husband, got to become a world-class lover so that when your wife decides to give her body to you and her soul to you and her mind to you during those times she doesn't really want to, she ends up having a good time and go, you know what? That wasn't that bad. That was pretty fun. <laughs> all right uh and so of course the degree of each woman may vary some more and some less on the length of her fertility and the length of her arousal okay and so tomorrow we will do part two of um of this this great subject um, of learning our wives bodies and i hope to god that you guys got some out of this today it was fun and i had fun giving it to you but listen it will serve you well. It will serve you well. Bam. Let's talk about your Catholic marriage problems. Weekdays, 10 a.m. Eastern. Live streamed on the Catholic Alpha Radical Facebook page and CatholicAlpha.com. If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally 
for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So, for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider... Marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. Okay, we are back and our caller is live. He decided he wanted to hang out and I'm so happy. Um, And so uh, today, um, let me see, he can hear me and I hope you can hear him. So caller, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me, Jerry? Yeah. Hey, how you doing, man? Doing good. Good. Fantastic. Good. Good. Thanks for calling. So how can I help you today? Well, I just wanted to let you know how, how great things are going. Uh, <laughs> between you and God, uh, my marriage is, is is getting better every day. Oh, I'm so happy for you. I'm so happy for you, Carmen. And so so how is it getting better? Give me like two two good things that's happening. Well, uh <laughs> we've been hugging and kissing and actually last night we had a uh, 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 a um, um, a, a real kiss <laughs> oh okay good yeah. I know for you for your marriage that is a huge deal that is a huge deal yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> after the kiss she said wow <laughs> 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 That's right, man. Catholic Alpha and Carmen, we're going to rock it. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> uh, and so uh, uh, your conversations are getting better, too? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, really, everything's just going great. It's uh, like uh, one miracle after the other. Every week, something better happens. Oh, man. I'm so happy for you, man. I'm so glad the program's working for you. Um and you let your wife know that I said hello, and I told her I'm tell her I'm trying to keep my word that I was going to create a create a great husband for her. <laughs> me and the Holy right, me and the deal. Holy Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, brother. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you, Jerry. Uh, bye. Bye. Okay, we are back, and um, I hope that you men learned something today, and you embrace it, and it it, it, it helped you, um, and that you feel that it's some information that you can use, um, and uh, just like with um, you know, with Carmen, I mean, he came to me couple of months ago and his wife wasn't talking to him. She wanted to get rid of him. She wanted divorce, all these kind of things. She didn't want to hug him or kiss him or nothing. 
But it all comes down to, man, putting in the work to learn your wife, to learn, let her to know that, she, get her to know that you love her more than anything, that she is priority number one in your life. And once she knows that, you will get so much in return. You will get so much in return. God and the Holy Spirit will help you if you allow them to help you. Okay? So, with that being said, we all conclude today as we always do with a, po a quote from Pope Benedict XVI, which states, Society offers you comfort, but you weren't made for comfort. You were made for greatness. Now go forth, Christian soldier. The spiritual fight is upon you fast. Pray and prepare for battle. Thank you for listening in today. If what you heard helped you in any way and you would like more personal attention, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior marriage coaching. And remember to join the Catholic Alpha Radical Live podcast as a caller or listener every Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern. To join as a caller, dial area code 313 Radical. To join as a listener or view the live stream, visit the Catholic Alpha Radical Live Facebook page or visit CatholicAlpha.com for Catholic marriage help that actually works. Bang.